0: Welcome. My name is Tracy Stevens, and this is the Healing Point podcast. So, thanks very much for joining me. Um, it's really great to have you here. What is it that you'd like to explore today?
1: I was thinking about this during the week, um, and I think it's probably uh, issues around weight and weight gain. Um, and so, I seem to kind of fall back into a pattern of putting on weight and then finding it difficult to lose or get into the kind of mojo to lose it in that sense and kind of so maybe just yeah explore some stuff around that because I'm not happy with it do you know what I mean and and, but I still don't seem to be doing anything about it (laughs) if that makes sense
0: (laughs) yeah so it's a it's you're uncomfortable in your body yeah
1: that's it yeah okay yeah that's very good yeah
0: and so tell me about like now, right at the moment, how, how you're feeling in your body.
1: Um, I just, uh, yeah, I don't like looking at myself in, in, okay. in, in, my body. I'm unhappy with, um, I suppose my kind of just that overall sense of, I feel bigger than I could be um, and nothing fits properly. So I don't enjoy getting you know dressed up or anything um and I'm conscious also that as I suppose a kinesiologist I'm giving advice well you know I'm working with people and, and helping them heal in ways and discover their own kind of stuff that there's some sort of block in me that's stopping me and then I feel you know if I'm working with people are they looking at me going, oh gosh, um, look at, you know, she's fat. <laughs> That's my head. And I know a lot of this is my own stories. Um, so, but it's, yeah, sometimes we need that outside eye, don't we, kind of to, or, yeah. yeah. So I just feel uncomfortable, generally kind of, you know, and it's not stopping me from doing things as such, because I am, like I was out with friends the other night and I did get dressed up, but I just feel Oh, is everybody looking at me? Going, oh, she's put on so much weight.
0: Right. Okay. So yes, there's a lot of judgment there, mm-hmm. and lot of perception of outside judgment. Yeah. So, what is it that you feel you need to do in order to improve the way you feel in your body?
1: Well, I just feel I need to lose weight. Um, yeah. In, that's in what awesome.
0: way? In what way?
1: Um, I, I, I feel I need to take better care of myself. I tend to take care of others first and put others' needs first, I guess. Um, And so often I don't, yeah, put myself first in that sense. Kind of, so it becomes then a bit of a a a pattern. I I feel I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm running around an awful lot because I'm, I'm kind of setting up this business and, and and doing the kinesiology. So I'm kind of making myself available, I think, to lots of things, and then don't feel then, but I guess I then I crash and burn because I'm kind of exhausted and I just reach for something. Um, so yeah, I just feel kind of, yeah I think I, I I would like to get into a bit of a routine where I could focus properly on on exercise, on nourishing I'm kind of nourishing myself anyway.
0: yeah mm. yes, um, and you said then you reach for something and um, what I'm wondering is is I'm wondering if this is a food. Issue, mm-hmm. or whether because we often associate weight with food, but it's not always the case, is it? Um, uh, yeah. There's all there's always deeper reasons. But mm-hmm. are you saying that um, you're not nourishing yourself with the food that you eat at the moment? Yeah, now? I mean, I do sometimes.
1: You know, I'm I'm quite aware of healthy choices in terms of food and what nourishes my body and what makes me feel better in in myself when I'm you know. And so I don't think it's necessarily, I don't actually think it's a food issue because like, I'm not sitting down, you know, stuffing my face with loads of stuff and different things. I will reach for crisps in the evenings quite a bit, often because I don't have enough stuff in. I'm so, oh, that's handy. I'll just grab it more than anything like that. So, um, and I think probably, oh, um, I, I would say there's an, a lot of loneliness in that sense. Um, and probably. Yeah, a sense of not um, having filled or fulfilled certain things in my life. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) That
0: surprised you what came up then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So uh, there's a sense of then what you're saying is that you're filling yourself with something Mm. externally or food wise. Yes but there's a deeper mm. hole there.
1: Yeah. 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 So I, I, am not, I'm not with anybody at the moment. So I would like to be in a relationship and I think, um, but part of me is probably, I don't feel very attractive in that sense at the moment. Um, so then I'm like, well, what am I doing? If I don't feel attractive, how can I expect anybody else to feel Attracted to me, and I also know that's not the case because certain things have happened in the last while where that's given me a renewed sense of kind of <laughs> faith in that area, but it's still yeah I just it's lonely when I go in, in the evenings you know what I mean so yeah.
0: um, and they, is this a familiar feeling to you is this is this go does this go back in time for you
1: This feeling? yeah I think so like I would have spent. A lot of my 20s, not with anybody either. Do you know what I mean, I was always busy. I was doing mm. different things involved in different projects. I just never seemed to put, I suppose, a relationship at the forefront. Um, I think my parents married young and there was probably a fear of settling down too early um, yeah. and then not and then being kind of trapped, <laughs> if that makes sense. And I wouldn't be able to. Do various things, um, yeah, but then that comes at a, a price. So, I, you know, I've been, I have done lots in my life. I've achieved lots um, from an education perspective, and even kind of career-wise with different plays and you know different work in theatre and stuff. But at the end of the day, I guess I feel I haven't succeeded at a relationship, and I would really like that.
0: In that, okay. Space. So you you witnessed your parents in this place where they were they got they got married young. What was the environment like for you growing up?
1: Um, Generally great. Um, You know, um, I'm the eldest of four. Um, Yeah, generally a happy childhood, I guess, as I got a bit older. um, Yeah, my teens, I I kind of probably didn't get to go off and do things that I wanted to do. Um, When I finished school, it was kind of. More pressure to stay at home and go to the kind of local university and going to kind of more businessy degrees. It was a t- it was a think a time in Ireland where a lot a lot of that would yeah. have been. But yeah, generally home life was good growing up and stuff. And
0: um, the only reason I'm asking you that is because from your experience in childhood, you said I didn't want to get tied down too early. So you must have witnessed something in
1: your Yeah, I suppose my mum would have been often said, like even as teenagers, um when we're kind of, as I was getting older, you know, and I, I suppose she didn't really necessarily mean this in the same way, but like, kind of don't make the same mistake I did. Don't, you know, go off, like as in go off, live your life. But there was, you know, some ways not letting you go off and live your life. (laughs) Um, So there was a huge, she had a huge fear that I was like, going to arrive in in my kind of late teens, early 20s and say I'm engaged, I'm getting married and that I wouldn't have had because she didn't have an education in that sense. So there was a huge fear in her part that I think and I think I absorbed that more than my younger siblings kind of. Yeah. But I have worked through a lot of that with her kind of as well. Fair enough. You know, yeah.
0: I understand so just, just to get a picture, so she yeah. um, fostered in you uh, and, and and encouraged in you mm. This go out there, get educated because she mm-hmm. wasn't educated. So at some at some level, there was an unhappiness in her that she had. not oh, yeah, done yeah. that that yeah. you were picking up on.
1: Yes, I would say so. Yeah, because I I ended up going in the end, getting it like to PhD level, and we would often laugh about it. And she'd say, you know, I t- I was like, what's your fault? Because <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you did, We'd laugh, and she'd go, I didn't mean you to go that far. <laughs> But I guess there was that kind of I guess I never wanted to turn around at 40, you know, or whatever, and say, like, I regret my choices, even though I, do, in some ways I don't think she had much. Cho- well, she did have choices, but didn't feel she had in that sense. So but then again, but then I got to 40 and then, you know, didn't have a well, this was ending a relationship at the time, but didn't have kids, didn't have the home, didn't have all that. So, you know, we've often talked about that kind of in, in terms of it's you know, be careful what you wish for, <laughs> because in some ways, you know, not not having had children has been a big issue as well.
0: Yeah, it's just interesting how these things shape us yeah. through our through our lives or guide us through our lives because we mm. witness something and there's something that goes on inside, or we hear the words, "Don't do it this way, do it this way," and I'm I'm just wondering what was in you when you were younger, whether there was a desire. You to be a mom and a, and in a relationship, or you were making choices um, that went against maybe your authentic self in order to uh, become more educated.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I guess I would have just naturally kind of assumed that I would kind of grow up and and become a kind of like a mother and have children and stuff. But I didn't want it to be at the expense of an education. Um, mm. But when I went to university first, um, I just had no real interest in the degree I was doing. It wasn't where I really wanted to be. Um, I'd wanted to kind of head off. I was quite independent I've always been independent. So I, I couldn't wait to finish school. I love school, but um and I was quite bright in school. So that wasn't um, you know, school was never a problem in that sense. I couldn't wait to get out and explore the world um, and go to un- university. And I would have loved to have gone to Dublin or some another city, but um, I was kind of—I was only seventeen, I suppose—finishing school. We finished a little bit earlier here, and Mum, as I was the eldest, um, didn't want me to kind of go away. Basically, um, so I ended up going to the local university here and um, and studying. Like I studied public administration, um, which, you know, had its moments, but I just really didn't, I wasn't that interested. So I felt I was going through the motions and I didn't get the, like I only ended up with a past degree because I didn't really work kind of half the time um, as much as I could have, Um, a lack of interest. But I went back then in my late twenties and did a master's in drama and theatre studies and Mm. stuff. So um and then went on after that um sorry I've kind of lost what the
0: we were talking about that authenticity Mm. in you like who's who's the authentic you so you you made these choices Mm. following the degree um um staying at home staying near home even though you wanted to travel so these are these are points that are quite interesting Mm. in terms of How you're choosing, you know, what you're choosing in life, because it's based on somebody else's choice for you rather than your own choice for you.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah. And I think even as I've gone on and done the various education, I've like I've often felt not fully in it sometimes that even though they they were subjects Mm -hmm. that I wanted to do or to, you know, like I did make the choice to do them. Um, often I'd find them, myself in them and going, I'm not sure this is actually where I want to be. And I think actually when I found kinesiology and that work, I was just like, oh, my god, this is this is wow. Um, and I love that work. Yeah, there's always been a desire to, I guess, to help people. And even my theatre work, I would have initially thought I wanted to be an actress because um, I would have been involved in theatre in my teens and stuff. But I realized after a number of years, when I started doing some acting later, kind of that actually, like I do enjoy it, but it's not fully, Mm -hmm. it wasn't fully. And I was very much interested in kind of what's called applied drama. So using drama as a tool for social change or for kind of education and different ways like that. So that sort of work. Um, Yeah. And kinesiology then kind of had allowed me to. To really kind of explore that mind-body connection, um, which I had kind of, which always interested me when I was kind of studying various, you know, and research and various elements of theatre and stuff like that.
0: There's a few interesting things that come come up for me as you're talking there. So, so first of all, I I hear and see this person that wanted adventure and mm. wanted to broaden her horizons, mm. and yet made the choice to stay to do um you know to do what the right thing was obviously. yes yeah the, good yeah, girl, yeah the good girl thing <laughs> the good I, i'm girl. saying in inverted <laughs> comments and the desire to to go into acting and drama is also that real desire to sort of expand and mm-hmm. be somebody different mm-hmm. explore different ways of being in your body mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that whole acting side of things i always think is really interesting because you have to take on yeah a persona a in it, within your whole body in that yeah, way. Yeah, that
1: used to always fascinate me how you, you know, how you bridge that gap in a way or you, um, yeah, I was more, I guess I was more interested in kind of, yeah, how that worked and the impact of that rather than sometimes doing it. Um,
0: yeah. You know. Um, and that and that is also um fascinating to me because you're saying rather than doing it what happened when you did it and when you tried the acting what happened i remember
1: i was actually talking to this i went to see a play the other night uh, with a friend of mine and we were just kind of talking about it going gosh imagine having to do this again um and i was like i got my first professional show back in 2001 um I remember it was for a three week run, and I remember after you know the first few nights of doing it going, oh, "I've kind of done it now. What, you know, I've got to keep on doing this every night and re- remembering the lines. And I've done a few shows in the past few years, and like I did a one woman show there back in two thousand and fourteen, where it was just me, um and I had sixteen different stories. It was all about the river here in Limerick and the River Shannon. I was doing two performances a day. Um, And it was, you know, it was, it was a dream come true in a way I, you know, wanted to do this solo show. It was all memories and people's experiences of the river. Um, But there was a part of me during that, that was kind of like, I loved the buzz of, of kind of creating it. I love gathering the stories and and, and that stuff. And then, but actually performing it then for the three weeks was just like, Oh, what have I done to myself? And I knew it wasn't fully. Um. Yeah, it wasn't fully where I wanted to be. To yeah. Be in ways, kind of. it's just, yeah. Um. But I, you know, that said, I did really like. I did enjoy it. Uh,
0: yeah, and I. D- I was just interested in, in terms of thinking about this discomfort in your own body.
1: Mm, mm.
0: Yeah, I suppose I was just wondering whether there was a critical voice in your head in those times. Oh yeah, because I think. like well, Like I think the
1: the weight has always been an issue um and that would go back to teenage years as well and again god i'm giving my poor mom i'm giving her an awful time but she would have had issues around weight also when she was kind of a teenager and even though looking back in photographs she didn't really have weight at all um and so it became a kind of a thing where um yeah you were kind of judged quite a bit um so there's kind of a sense, of oh, if you if you just lost a bit, you'd be fabulous, you know, or this kind of thing. And it wasn't out of any, you know, badness or anything like that. But I think that kind of critical voice, yeah. So I've never no matter what weight I've reached, I've never fully been happy with it. Cause I except for once when I well, actually when I handed, I'm just thinking now, when I handed in my PhD, um, the next few months, I I was just I was working in a bookshop, just kind of, you know, I had a, a routine, and actually, I lost about two and a half, three stone over that couple of months. I kind of, I was just enjoying life, and I didn't feel, I guess, I felt out of my. I've often felt out of my depth an awful lot. Does that make sense? Yeah. When, when I'm doing putting myself, I put myself in these situations. I know I can do it, but then I'm filled with kind of, I guess. And insecurity that I'm not,
0: right.
1: I'm not good enough to do it or I won't achieve it. And so, you know, there's a habit of procrastination then and, and all that kind of, so.
0: Yeah. So this is, yeah. So this is interesting. I feel like we're, we're, we're getting there and this isn't about blame. I just want to just make this clear. This isn't about blaming your mum or anything. It's just about no. your own experience. So, mm-hmm. so when you were that teenager and, and then you talked about, um, if you just lost a few pounds then you'd be fabulous. Mm. Did you get any of that sort of talk from your parents or from your childhood or, or was it just that you saw that happening in your mum or your mum? Oh, my
1: mum would have said that to me.
0: Oh, she would have said oh, that? Oh, yeah, to that. me, okay. yeah. But well, I can
1: remember um, <laughs> I was going for an interview for a job when I was about 17, summer job, kind of whatever, and I had to, you know, wear skirt and blouse or whatever. I didn't own that sort of stuff at 17. So um, she'd given me a skirt and jumper and I just looked, you know, grumpy in it. And it went like, and I just remember, you know, us having this kind of screaming argument <laughs> because she was, you know, it didn't look well on me. Um, It was a 40 year old's clothes, not a 17 year old's clothes. And um and it was just like, oh, if you, you know, I can remember her kind of, yeah, if you just lost a stone, you'd be fabulous, you'd be this, you'd be that, you know. And I can remember my father saying, leave her alone, blah, 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 you know. Um, yeah. And me just going, Well, can you can not just love me for who I am, <laughs> you know, and that teenage thing. So I think some of that kind of has stayed with me. So there's something like, yeah, who, ooh, who yeah, almost the kind of Feel the weight sometimes it's like i'm trying to attract somebody who will love me for who i am rather than somebody skinny or thin yeah yeah, ah, yeah. okay and, and i've known some of this you know it's there like yeah, cool. and stuff but it's yeah
0: and what's happening inside of your body right now
1: oh i'm just yeah feeling well i feel quite emotional yeah um, just feel kind of I feel it in the pit of my stomach a bit, kind of. Yeah. I just
0: And I see you moving about a bit. Yeah, so it's like, a bit, a bit. It, it, I just want to invite you if you feel like you just yeah. need to move, move about and do what yeah, you I'm need just to do. Shake it need off. To, well, not shake it off, but just use that energy up because mm. it's talking to you right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: There's emotion there because there's mm-hmm. a belief system that you mm-hmm. know that you're carrying about
1: mm-hmm. yourself. Mm hmm.
0: Because what does a young girl believe about herself or, or learn to believe about herself yeah. when a parent is saying, oh, you'd be, you'd be so much better if you're a stone lighter. Yeah. I think yeah. everything would be better.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that mantra is there. And I like, it came up at something else that earlier this year, and I was like, oh, that's obviously there and deep. <laughs> that I, I know it's not something I think about it on a daily basis. Um, you know, but it's a subconscious pattern, isn't it? Yeah.
0: It's, it sits there in the subconscious. Yeah. And it sits and the voice sits there because you also witness it. Mm. If it in terms of, you know, there's there's your mother who you love and who is close to who you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're you've you've stayed close to and Yeah, very close, yeah. But what you're witnessing as a child is her not loving herself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a huge thing. And actually it's been really interesting over the last couple of years, just I've done some kinesiology sessions on her um, and she's like, you know, my biggest fan <laughs> like, yeah. and, and willing, like, please do me. <laughs> do me. <laughs> um, and you know, and stuff has come up for her and she's like, Oh my God, I don't want to be telling you this stuff, but I'm like, it's okay. You know, I get this. I said, you know, I've been on the bed too. And Things have come up and come out. And it doesn't mean that, you know, like, you know, stuff about her own mother would have come out and yeah, different things, and stuff about her childhood and different things. So yeah, I'm well aware of um that she was only doing the best with the the knowledge she had at that time and stuff. But I guess that it's still I need to do a little bit of work on releasing that belief. Um yeah. and I know logically it's you know not real or, or whatever um yeah but it's 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 deep in there i think yeah it
0: it's deeply programmed into your body so mm. your body is squirming when it, when it's like yeah. oh when yeah. um i get close to that um i'm not good enough so then i
1: find myself in a position where i'm always then trying to please people if that makes sense and again i've done a lot of work on this but it's still it still surfaces. <laughs>
0: Okay, let's just move into that place then where okay. you were in that working in that bookshop for a while and you yeah. lost that weight mm-hmm. which is obviously significant for you because you can yeah. remember that quite clearly and also mm-hmm. how quickly it, it disappeared, yeah. yeah, and how good you were feeling at that yeah. point, yeah, and so what was the difference about that time, even though it was a short time and other times mm-hmm.
1: I think it was that I'd, i i I handed like Having in that PhD was huge. I'd mm-hmm. gone to the highest level of, of, of academic achievement in that sense. So, it, you know, it, it's the pinnacle, isn't it? Like, so i and like, I wasn't thinking that at the time. It was no. just like, you know, I handed it in It it nearly killed me the previous few months. It, I think for me, it was just that I'd handed it in and I went straight into then rehearsals for a play that I had written a few years back um a testimony play. And I, I, I did that piece. And that was a huge achievement as well, kind of to, uh, to, to act in that role. And that finished at the end of January or kind of like the end of January was my D-Day. I, I was kind of feeling quite heavy at the time and more. Um, and I just, I, I was with the partner at the time. And I remember we were talking about it and he was just like, well, just do it. And I did and I just yeah I felt really good you know I made really good choices about what I was eating um, and yeah and I was enjoying just going into the into the bookshop and working and you know and and not having the pressure of yeah. all that education like <laughs> although the weight of the education on me and I actually I made that I think it was earlier in the year this year something had come up for me again and I was like going I think yeah that was a real it wasn't just about losing the the weight and food stuff it was actually handing in that PhD and and doing that acting role as well kind of that they're quite pivotal kind of moments um and I guess then about a year later I found myself slipping back into kind of old patterns because I didn't know what I was going to do it my life for different things. And yeah, yeah, suddenly I, I wasn't sure what my direction again in life was once I'd finished that because that had been a focus. So I think when I'm unclear of what's happening, <laughs> the, that, that's when the weight comes back on and stuff.
0: There's an interesting um, mm. analogy in that sort of, I, I need to be more rooted to the ground because I feel yeah. a little bit... Um, mm all over the place and I need to yeah. sort of root myself in. I need to be like, I need to touch the ground more. I need to be heavier to, to touch yeah. the ground. That's what the body sort of mm-hmm. um, feels. So that's one thing. Um, what I'm hearing from you is that at that moment, you, you'd achieved what it was that you set out to do to get the education. You were able to let go of the pressure which yeah. you've been carrying for so long. Mm-hmm. And like you say, the um, weight with that, and you were just able to just be who you were. Mm. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And with, without the pressure, just in a really um, lifted, mm. free sort of place. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't have to, you know, I had to be, go to work, obviously, but it, that was, I enjoyed working with books and, you know, in, in the books. It was book easy
0: shop. for you. Yeah, it, was,
1: it was really you didn't easy. didn't feel so.
0: like you needed yeah. that challenge. No. And so then I could, I had time and space to focus
1: on other stuff. Whereas I often, that's where I often feel I don't have the headspace or the space to to plan my meal or to think about, you know, that sort of, and then I go, oh, I can't be bothered.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's just something in, in this idea of work here mm. as well. I need yeah. a direction. Mm. I need a focus. I need a pathway in front of me. Yeah. And rather than the person, you know, that was younger who wanted to be freer and adventurous <laughs> and travel and um, yeah. have no particular path, but yeah. more like an openness yeah. in front of her. What do you think your relationship is or emotional relationship is with having a direction and working?
1: I guess I, I think, I, I don't know, I, I to put it into words, is, is there kind of somehow... If I root myself into somewhere and I start, you know, having making that life, whatever that life is, mm. what if it's the wrong choice? Ah. <laughs> what if I, yeah, what if I make, you know, like even now with the the work, the kinesiology work I'm doing, I'm in three different counties doing the work. So I'm like in the car all the time driving to place. Ah. I can't seem to figure out. I've even said that since I came back to Ireland. Um, I still can't figure out where it is I want to be.
0: <laughs> right. And is it okay not to be able to figure it out? Oh, gosh, I suppose. it is. is it, it not? <laughs> um, I mean,
1: yes, but then I guess I start thinking at the age, of, you know, I'm 47. I'm like, should I not <laughs> have something sorted by now? I don't own a home. I don't have... You know, and I don't have those other milestones that people have. And yet, and look, I, you know, I've, I've met various people my own age recently who've been like, oh, my God, I envy you so much. You have so much freedom, <laughs> um, you know, from different things. I'm saying, well, yeah, I envy you because you have some kids and husbands <laughs> or whatever. So, um, yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, yeah. it's Yeah, it is. Um
0: there's an interesting dilemma here because mm. it, it's are you seeking freedom or are you seeking stability? And it feels like that um, is, um, is a conflict going on inside yeah. of you. Yeah,
1: and I think that's always been a conflict, looking yeah. back. Kind of. Um, yes. So
0: one of those voices
1: mm.
0: is from your upbringing mm. and one of them is from your soul or your heart. Mm. So I would say
1: I'm a kind of, I'm a free enough spirit in some ways, but then I've often said, God, if I, if I could just have a base somewhere that I knew I could come back to, that was my own, um, then I could go off (laughs) as well and, and come back. Um, uh, and it's just trying to get into a position where I can have that in some ways. Um, and I didn't, I suppose when I was younger. I didn't really want to go down the conventional route of, you know, um, getting married in my early twenties and having kids and stuff like that. Um, I guess I thought at some point that would happen, Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't the be all and end all, you know? Yeah. I guess it wasn't. I did want to see the world and did want to, you know, do things. I still haven't, you know, and I've done quite a bit, Um, you know, I have gone and had adventures, different things. I guess that also requires a sense of like financial stability to be able to do that um and when you freelance and you you know work for yourself or you spend a lot of time in education it doesn't give you um that financial kind of stability either so it's yeah
0: yes yeah. There's a lot of perception here about what stability is yeah, in, re- in, in reality. You may be perceiving having a partner as stability. Mm-hmm. You may be perceiving having a, a base, a house as, a, as stability. Um, other people might see those as as burdens. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm, just, to do. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there that it's, yeah. it's a perception. Okay. And what I'm really interested in now is, is, okay, how can we shift this dynamic that's happening inside of you? And help you feel more comfortable in your body. And I find it really interesting that you've chosen to work in like three different places and you've chosen to create this busyness in your life that gives you no time to plan for that self-nurture. We do it unconsciously, don't we? You know, um, yeah. Beca- because it's what we're used to doing and it feels like the easiest thing. Yeah. And there's usually a fear-based belief in in that as well. So what if you if we just pick the the place that's closest to you right now in ge- geographically to work in and you just worked in that one place and didn't do the rest of the traveling what would that feel like in your body
1: um yeah it would feel better um, uh, in terms of it it would yeah it would feel like i know what you know i know what i have every week there's still freedom around that because um, And actually it was, I I had a conversation with a friend um, only early this week about that saying I was resisting one particular area because that's kind of city where I'm from. And I I want to live more rural and coastal, but I was like, that doesn't necessarily bring the clients living, living there. Um, uh, So maybe do I focus maybe two days a week. So I don't want to do kinesiology all the time because I do some of this other art projects and and kind of, and I and I like, I really like having that freedom to do different projects and dip in and out and stuff. But I also really love the, the kinesiology work.
0: What would be your ideal scenario? Like how many hours a week would you be doing kinesiology and so I probably like, yeah, two and a half days
1: kind of. Do you know what I mean? Where I which is focused on clients when I know that's there every every week and like I do that. And then I have a couple of other days where I have a bit more um freedom to work on different projects that might come up and, and stuff like that. That would be an ideal thing. Yeah. And then to have somewhere to live for you know, that's that's not going to necessarily change for a while so that I can then build and um, rebuild the kind of finances and stuff like that and take care of that side of of life for a while. And I think there was a fear and there was a fear, definitely. You know, when you say it's fear based of of missing out and not not taking the opportunities, which I think. Is natural when you're setting up sometimes, but also. Is 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 part of actually, as you said, a deeper pattern kind of of, um, yeah. So I do need to, yeah, need to make a choice or make some choices.
0: Well, yes, and there's that pattern because it's learnt right th- from from mm. right from childhood about th- that goes that's going on there in your body is like, don't be too still. Don't settle. And so there's the fear of making the wrong choice or an opportunity comes up, I should grab it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now this point in your life, this feels like a transition point really for you.
1: Yeah, Yeah, definitely.
0: And this is where it's important to tap in Mm -hmm. to your own body. Mm
1: -hmm. Your own
0: body is feeling really uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With what's going on at the moment. And there are no, and first of all, there's no right or wrong choices ever. Yeah. You know, a choice is just a choice. It's yeah. just, yeah. you're not, you're not preventing another opportunity arising. Mm. Mm. You're not giving yourself space for other opportunities to mm. arise at the moment. Mm. Because you're spread too thinly.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. And I know this feeling, you know what I yeah. mean? And I yeah. don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's the opportunity to change yeah. then. Yes. Absolutely. Here's the, here's the time now to address the fear, mm. the fears that have come up and that, that are speaking to you in your head that are making you feel uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. If
0: I don't take this opportunity, what does that mean? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: If I, if I don't run around in all these different directions, what does that mean? And what happens if I base myself in one place and allow people to come to me yeah <laughs> and how would that feel
1: yeah i just got a bit of a a chill all around here as you said that it's just like oh um yeah yeah
0: what is and that that's what
1: I, I would love actually is is to have a space that that people come to um i was doing some training recently and one of the girls One of the women, who's also a kinesiologist, was saying something about what her hours were. And they were like, during the week, half eight to half four. And that's it, three days a week, whatever. I was like, what are people coming to you during the day? And she was like, yeah, I just set my hours. And that was it. Like, I don't work evenings. I want to, I want that freedom. I don't work weekends. Like, oh my God, I've been doing lots of evening work and day work and weekend work um, just to try and, suit everybody um and then you know and I could hear myself going ah but you're not suiting yourself yeah
0: yeah no wonder your body feels uncomfortable it does yeah yeah
1: Um, does that make
0: sense to you yeah it
1: does it it does yeah and I guess that's the thing why why am I am I scared of suiting myself what does that come across for me
0: what's it it like to put a boundary down
1: yeah yeah I find that to. I've gotten better at it uh, I've, you know, but I, I didn't know how to say no for years, you know, um, I just say yes. Um,
0: Why do you think you do that?
1: I, I saw that as a child. I saw, I saw mom do it, but yeah. everybody else for herself. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So, yeah, the patterns you're hearing the patterns, and yeah. now it's time. The only, the only person that can do that is, is, is you. Yeah. you start putting those boundaries mm-hmm. down. Mm. This is also about self-worth. Mm. I'm so good and, and I'm, I'm so good at what I do that people come towards me. I don't have to chase them. Yeah yeah same for the relationship. Yeah What would it like, be like to feel that in, in yourself? I'm so good that people are just drawn towards me. I, I'm good at what I do. Mm. I feel good about what I do. Yeah.
1: And actually, I've had a few sessions this week where the last, yeah, this week in particular, it's weird the way things happened. It's
0: just kind
1: of, well everything kind of comes to, together where, yeah, I've had some really fascinating sessions with people where I was, you know, yeah, I was actually able to go, yeah, I am good at this. I'm like, you know, I know I'm helping people. And, you know, there's people who said to me, God, I've, and counselling and and I haven't been able to touch on what you've brought up in the, you know, or what's come up in the last kind of in this session with you, or I didn't God, I didn't expect this at all, kind of. And I see the power in that. Do you know what I mean? I see what it's doing and I want to be able to to be in that position to to create that space for people, you know. Um Well, you are. Yeah. Th- yeah. The point
0: is that you are actually are there and yeah. it's recognizing that that yeah. That comfortable space,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: That grounded space,
1: yeah,
0: where you're offering you up to yes. people,
1: yeah. And I do work in a quite intuitive way with people as well. And there is sometimes I will get a moment where I'm going, God, am I doing this right? Or <laughs> like, is it? But and like, we've also been encouraged through our training to to go with ourselves, to bring ourselves to that space. And I know the value of that. Um, and yeah, and I suppose. Like, even someone said to me the other day, Gosh, you must like, I've just, you know, offloaded so much stuff or whatever, different things. And I've, they're like, Are you you going to be so drained from this? And I'm like, No. Um, You know, this, I don't want to sound kind of perverse, but like, it it energizes me. You know, it's where I feel authentic working in that space with somebody um, and grounded. And
0: do you know why that is? Why you feel? like that, in
1: that space? I guess I just feel a very strong desire to help people. That's, I don't know, but, um, and when I see them having those kind of, those breakthroughs, those aha moments like I've had today morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I love that. It's beautiful. Um, And I know I have that ability to do that for people.
0: And so what you're witnessing in them is you're witnessing them validating you acknowledging you yeah 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 and saying to you uh, um you know what you're great at this you know this is amazing yeah do you see that those moments are probably what you didn't get in your childhood yeah maybe yeah yeah yeah, I mean, accepting was, you for who you are, no matter what you are, what what you look like, or it's not about your body, it's about you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In that moment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I guess there would have been that pressure as the eldest to like even I like, gone back, got even younger. I mean, myself, and my sister would often laugh. She was like, You, you know, and my my mom and my aunt would often say, you know, God, we put you on a pedestal. Um, you know, you were perfect when you were when you were younger <laughs> um and I'm oh gosh that's actually catching me um my I remember my sister saying oh you were always like up there is the perfect and I said yeah but well, you're up there it's easier to fall off
0: yeah the, the question is is why were you up there well you know it's this is something that came up again
1: for me recently I was thinking about in the last year or two um so When I was born, I was the first grandchild on both sides. And six months before I was born, my dad's dad died. And 10 months after I was born, my mom's dad died. So it's like, oh, my birth was kind of surrounded in a lot of sadness for the families. Um, And I guess... Um, like in some ways I was this kind of beacon of joy and all that, if that makes sense. Um and so I wonder if like just if that was something even at that age I absorbed I had to be a good girl because they
0: were, you know, maybe also sad in lots of ways, you know, in whatever was going on. Yeah. Um yeah. Intuitively, you know, you you've got mm. you've got that sensitive side mm-hmm. there uh, to you and in that intuitive sense and i have no doubt that you pick up what people need really yeah, really easily. yeah okay and so but that then that's a beautiful gift yeah. but in doing that you're not recognizing that the needs of you in yourself
1: yeah yeah i was just it's just popped up there also that like uh, uh, you know my brother was born Two years after me, and then my younger sister. So, your mom would often say, like, I had three of you under the age of four. And actually, my brother was sick for a while, which I had only realized recently. um he, he was in hospital for a month when he was like an infant, you know, three or four months old or something like that. um And with he had whooping cough. um And mom was talking about like, you know, having to be being separated from him and having to go over to the hospital and she wasn't allowed in, you know, and all that. I was like, wow. So there's probably even then at that age, you know, have to be good because there's other stuff going on. And then there was another new baby, and yeah, so.
0: And it's what 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 we value, isn't it? We value, you know, this culturally. You know, we value the good girl. We value the one that you know. If you were you were stepping up, yeah. You know, looking after the others, no doubts, supporting yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And. And so there's. That's why you know you were put on a pedestal and it's really like you say it's hard to get off that pedestal when you're up there so it's like the only time that you could really let go of the pressure of being on the pedestal was that time when you handed that PhD in. yeah
1: yeah I had an experience about two two and a half years ago which I think was quite pivotal and started me maybe on the journey of kind of moving back towards home again was I was at a, a retreat for um, a new year's kind of retreat we were doing a meditation on the sunday morning and it was a moving meditation and you know we ended up like really getting shaky or whatever and i had this really weird kind of or this sensation i've got but i don't even remember having a tantrum as a child and i see you know nieces and nephews and different kids i was like i don't think i ever i'm sure maybe my parents might beg to differ but i certainly didn't have i, I it was a sense of like this what this must be what it feels like to have a tantrum yes that makes sense yeah it was it was it was like wow um so there's a sense of sometimes feeling kind of stuck in my body do you know what I mean and I really want to move and I love dancing and I love like I did the dance course last year it it was beautiful um and I've wanted to teach that form of dance. It's a holistic form of kind of dance and, and healing arts movement and stuff. It's called Nia. Um, but I stopped myself from teaching all last year because I felt too fat. And I thought, if I'm bringing this movement to people and I'm moving, and they would be going, oh, I don't want to look like her. Because I've had that judgment when I've been at aerobics classes down to, you know, or different classes, I'm going, oh, I want to look like the instructor. But if they're not looking, you know, with the perfect figure, I'm like, well, I don't want to end up. With that. I'm like, who am I to judge? But it, there's that constant judgment.
0: Well, yes, a constant self judgment and perception that other people will judge you. Hence, why I've got to work so hard to be this perfect yeah. and, and keep up the keep up that um, persona. Yeah. But notice again there was another example of how something inside of you, your heart was was mm. wanting to do something and your mind is saying, no, no, we can't do that. And all I'd just like to do is just to keep inviting you to, to recognise these moments. Yes,
1: yeah.
0: Recognise when you're not, you're not in that authentic place mm, mm. because the, the chatter from your mind, the judgment from your mind is not yours.
1: No, no, I know. Yeah.
0: It's not yours. It's external to you. Mm. And you have been absorbing mm. a lot of that, which is, again, you know, why, why your body feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Does that makes sense? Yeah. Com- yeah.
1: Complete sense. And it's, it's something I've been kind of, in a way, Coming, like wanting to, well, coming to the realization of, but also wanting to unravel it a bit, you know, and and just do that yeah. kind of work on it because it's like this is ridiculous, you know. It again, I know that's <laughs> another judgment, but like, yeah, just okay, yeah. And actually, you know what? Last not this Wednesday, the Wednesday before, I had. A really busy deadline, kind of like and a deadline I'd procrastinated, done some procrastination on. And I found myself back in a position where I'm like, oh, why have I done this to myself? And I was really stressed and lots of work. Um, And I had a final thing to do on the Wednesday. And I really thought I don't have time. I don't have time for anything else but just to be at the computer. And I thought, no, I really want to go and do uh, yoga at quarter past seven on the beach. And I got up and like, and I'm not. You know, generally a morning person I, I don't jump out of the bed <laughs> But I did this morning I really wanted to do it Because I, I loved the feeling of it The few weeks beforehand um, And so it was, you know, quarter past seven in the morning It was windy, it was grey We were on the beach doing um, some yoga And the day just flowed for me then You know, I got so much done I thought, wow, oh, this is just Just do it and stop putting yourself in the way of doing these things because, you know, you know, I, I I say this to clients, once you find the joy of what you're doing, everything else starts to fall into place, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. So has this conversation sort of helped you understand a bit more about yeah. that weight? Yes, definitely.
1: Because like, it's funny, like all the clients I've seen this week, it's... Not necessarily been about weight, but I also notice how women, particularly kind of 40s upwards, are, you know, if I go to touch anywhere near their tummy, they're like, oh, and I'm not like, yeah, I'll feel you. <laughs> but I'm, and I'm like, don't worry. And, I, and I'm like going, oh, I'm telling them that, don't worry about it. And then I'm, and, and lots of this not good enough stuff was coming up. And I was like, okay, you know. I was like, I feel like I need someone to do some work on this with me. Um, so it's been, yeah, and I had no idea where this would go this morning. Do you know what I mean? I was like, going, oh, um, but what have I do? What what have I signed myself up for? <laughs> um, but I I kind of felt very drawn to it and I knew um that it would. Yeah, it would benefit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of just it's it's really lovely to be able to hear back what I'm saying, you know, and have it kind of fed back to me. And I'm going, oh, okay, yeah, that um takes the takes the weight off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's the power of it. Yeah, that's the power of these of these sessions. So mm-hmm. um yeah, so thank you. So let's just end with just give me, because then you'll you'll feel obliged to do it. <laughs> Give me three things that you could start changing from now that's going to help support and nurture you. Yeah, I think
1: I, I'm definitely going to um, solidify the hours that I'm working. This has been coming up over the next over the last few weeks and, yeah. and stuff. So that's a definite change. Um, I'm also, and this is something I've been working towards as well. It doesn't always happen because I'm in that frazzled state. I want to get up early in the mornings. I want to be doing some sort of physical activity in the morning that starts my day off. Well, um, because I know when I start the day, well, the rest of the day, um, blows what's, you know, so that's, that's, that's another change. Um, and yeah, and I'm just going to, um, what's the other change I'm going to make? Oh, yeah, I'm just. I have. I have a tendency to try and do everything all at once, which, <laughs> <laughs> which then leaves me in that frazzled state. So I don't want to.
0: Well, how um, about just give yourself some peace to to yeah. incorporate and process what we've talked yes. about today? Yeah,
1: that's it. I am. I'm going to create some. And actually, you know, it's interesting. I had potentially could have had a client for maybe next Monday and stuff. But actually, the weather's going to be so lovely. I'm going camping with some friends on Saturday afternoon. I made a decision. I'm not taking clients on after, you know, after lunchtime. Normally I'd be like, oh, I should because like yeah. I won't have money if I don't. Blah, blah, blah. I would "No, I actually need to have a couple of days now. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to clear the decks, uh, a bit of work this afternoon and one client in the morning. And then I'm shutting down the computer and everything for the weekend yeah. good
0: and all those things that you've mentioned are all choosing you yeah they're yeah. all putting boundaries down yeah. and saying this is what i need yeah. and, and that's just so really beautiful to see so
1: yeah. that's, that's a great
0: place to end so thank you so much for, for this you. conversation I, I really appreciate it and i'm sure that this will really help other people as well
1: good yeah good yeah um Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I love listening to your podcasts. It's great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, you'll find a lot more content on my Instagram account at thehealingpoint.underscore. If you have a question you'd like to explore and are willing to take part in the podcast, you'll find all the information you need on my website which is www.tracystevens.org podcast thanks and see you soon